When it comes to matters of your heart, yeah, you should probably listen to it, which is why you're here. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart, a relationship, dating, and yes, sex podcast. And now your hosts, Pat and Carla. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. This is Pat and... Hi, this is Carla. Uh, Hey, Carla. How have you been lately? I have been so good. How have you been? Uh, I've been living my best life and I've just been loving it. Oh my gosh. Let me hear about it. All right. So recently I've lost quite some weight. I used to be a big boy. I'm like less big. So rowing was like my favorite sport because, well, I love women and just hanging out with them and all and I love that sport wrong when I tried out in, in middle school and I just now I'm in a really good shape of my life now I wanted to join a rowing team and they loved me from the start so I'm getting back into rowing and I'm quite loving it oh my gosh that's amazing um I too have been really focusing on my health and Um, I think we were texting about this earlier. I hired a personal trainer, which is like way outside of my comfort zone. Uh, I've been seeing him for a week now and it's been amazing and very painful. Um, I think today is like the first day that I haven't been sore, but I'm really loving it. And it's, um, I'm really liking being outside my comfort zone. And it sounds like you're doing that too. So that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. And you know what the nicknames are for like the trainers, personal trainers? No. So if you have a male, you can just call him the devil. And then, <laughs> I know, yeah, because, you know, he's trained there to kick your butt. And then if you have a female trainer, you can just nickname her and just call her the witch. Oh, I love <laughs> like, it. <laughs> just like, I know I'm paying you, but of course you're kicking my ass right now. So, yeah. Right. I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't know if I would ever pay anyone else to be this mean to me, but um, I mean, I guess it's up there with like a dominatrix, but in a very different way. <laughs> right. And so recently I visited my parents down in Tampa and, yeah. um, you know, they kind of, since they're liberal, they just let me, my brother, and my sister express ourselves in good ways. And I told them about you know, I've been a nudist and it meant a lot to me about how I'm like open to the lifestyle mm-hmm. and they let me go. And so I'll open up about this nudist um, place I went to. So it, it's a swinger place in good terms also, because, well, there's no kids. So what else is there to do? <laughs> oh, and I went in, I had myself fun. I didn't expect to have sex because, well, if you expect it, then that's going to be on your mind all night. And I had the best time ever. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I saw a guy who was no joke, 40 years older than me. He was single like me. And the thing about this closing option of a place, you don't have to wear clothes. And I was like, yes, I love it. Cause I've been there many times before and I've had good times and, you know, I was just enjoying myself. I danced by myself. I 
just chilled by myself and just watched people do things. <laughs> That's part you know? of the fun of being in a place like that, though. Is Yeah, but yeah. you're very voyeur and open it. And I didn't expect sex, and I had a great time because... I don't know. It's just, well, you got to have fun with yourself while you're single before you can have someone else on her. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. I didn't get laid this time I went, but hey, whatever. Just because a fisherman's not going to get lucky doesn't mean he's not going to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love right. that. I think you have such a good attitude. And it's, um, right. that's amazing. And I always have fun at places like that, even if I'm not doing anything sexual, just it's just a fun atmosphere and a really cool crowd to be around. I think the the lifestyle type people are just very relaxed, very fun. And it's just a different energy and it's very open. Right. And I met a, two couples that were around my age and, you know, we talked and chilled, but really wasn't any sexual tension. Like, obviously, if the girl was kind of facing me and into me, it'd be one thing, but they were into each other, both of them. So I just kind of let them be because no one wants to have a creepy male like chilling with them. But (laughs) just the conversations were just getting shorter and shorter. And that's when I just knew to leave. (laughs) They were like, we're going to do our thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but the thing about this place, I love it because it's all fenced in. Like um, they have like a two story motel and like a pool area and then a few beach volleyball and a beach volleyball pool volleyball courts. Because it's Florida, obviously. They don't have to worry about snow. And a conversation pool, which I don't think, or I've never seen at any pools in America. It's weird. But I've seen them in, like, okay, I take that back. Now where I live, I don't see conversation pools. But I just see regular pools and hot tubs. And But there were, like, three different ones. And they were all cool. So what's a conversation but, pool? What do you um, mean? It, so, like, it's... In between like a pool temperature, let's say 65 and a hot tub, that's 90. So it's like between 70 and 80. Okay. And you can just get a real chill conversation going. And I met some pretty cool people and they were wild that I came all the way from Buffalo. And (laughs) I was like, yeah, we know wings up here. We're (laughs) known for that. And they were, um, okay. So there was this one point in the night where okay, marijuana isn't fully legal yet in Florida. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I'm having the time of my life right now being single. Why can't I just smoke a joint outside? And well, then they were like, oh, you can't smoke. You can smoke cigarettes over there. You can drink. But if you have marijuana here, they'll take our liquor license away. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> so um, I put my clothes on because I have to get outside the place. Then I smoked the joint. <sighs> then I just felt real alive. Nice. Then I went in. <laughs> oh, and the people could smell that I was high. That uh, I was like, yeah, I'm just having my own glow tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So is this um is this uh something you want to keep private or you want to share with our listeners? You want to give them the name of the place? I, I mean, I think I have told our listeners at some point that yeah, I am like I'm a nudist naturalist. It's just, you know, something that makes me free and mm-hmm. If you don't like it, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering if you want to recommend this to any of our listeners that they go check out that place if they're in the area. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, well, I think if you're a single female, you could probably be just fine because for single males, 
the price to get in was like $40. Then it jumped up to like nearly 80. And for me, how long it took to get from the place from my parents' house, I was just like, I wasn't going to fit. I was going to pay it and then just enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. But well, yeah, couples who just want to have a night out by themselves um, without kids, definitely go to one. And it's your call if you either want a couple to join or something like that. Okay, well, essentially, that is swingers. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about. <laughs> yep. What I but really, if you want to open that door, think about it with your partner. Really try and do it at home to get comfortable with yourselves because, mm -hmm. you know, we all mostly love to see each other naked when we're fucking mm -hmm. so like that so you know it can be like a non-sexual activity you know promote mm -hmm. give you body confidence for sure yeah we yeah. have about three of those um near us at palm springs which is like an hour drive away um and there's always very different people there's single people there's couples there's couples that play with other couples there's couples who only play with themselves with each other um and it's really interesting just to kind of vibe with those people yeah. okay. anyways i think we could do like a whole podcast on just like talking about like swinger resorts which maybe we should do next time but what are we, we talking should. about today oh okay oh and one last note um yes. sometime when i come to california we would have to do a live podcast one, yes. at one of us That'd be awesome. That would be so amazing. I would love that. <laughs> the naked truth. Ah, I love it. That would love. be a blast. I would love that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So getting to the episode, um, of course, there's a lot of shit going on in this country about the government with reproductive rights. And this being a podcast about dating, sex, and relationships, you know, you get pregnant from having sex. That's just the nature of it. Mm -hmm. And there are certain circumstances where a woman can be okay with her pregnancy and other, and other times she can't. And it's really disturbing that we're at, it's 2022 and there's these laws that are preventing women from doing it. So today's episode, we want it to be like me being a male feminist. I want to stand with feminists and, and other females on this issue because it's just getting ridiculous right now with these laws. And yeah, it's just, Men really have to like know who they're voting for, for office. Okay. We won't get too much in that, but you know, men should just have a better sense of what's going on with women, what they're going through. And so can you kind of explain what it means to be a male feminist? Okay. Good point. So I learned early on that I had a, when I had a sister growing up, my mother um, wanted to, wanted me to respect her and you know that's really kind of how I got the idea of being like a feminist well now that I'm way older essentially you're respecting women for what they do like you're not beating them down for something they do wrong um you're supportive of women's rights essentially and yeah that's basically it so it's kind of going against the tradition of toxic masculinity mm -hmm. okay yes like Okay, I, one thing I noticed that on some jobs I've seen mostly men as managers and just throughout time, I've just seen that. But then of course I've seen women like get more involved and get more up to the top and I've loved seeing that. Right now for my job where I work at a bakery, roughly at least 50% of the women that I see now have like 
a supervisor job. Um, they're ha- they're being more they're getting paid more than obviously what males are. Cause, and no, okay, I take that back. Um, I'm seeing more women like be more active and have challenging roles. Like for example, I um am a machine operator, mm-hmm. and most of the women that I work with, they obviously want to go for the higher position. And hey, I'm all for that because me, there's always gonna be something better at you, more motivated, but ugh, more motivated than you at your job. And don't fight it, just let it happen. And also, I can say for refereeing, I've refereed with some women who are just really good at skating. And I'm a mediocre skater and I just love to skate. And those women who are just really good at refereeing deserve to get the higher paid, more intense games. So, yeah, that's what I mean. So what advice uh, would you give to men who are looking to be more feminist and more supportive of women's rights, women and their rights? Um, just essentially understand what's going on to them like and try and actually educate themselves on what like people to vote for when it comes time to vote like get more people who are liberal in office so that we can have better changing laws i mean not liberal-minded people let's say that mm-hmm. mm. And I think what it comes down to is it's this is not just women's rights, this is human rights. And taking away women's access to birth control or abortions or just body autonomy and making their own choices. Um, it's basic human rights. And I right. definitely hear for, or I see, especially on social media, a lot of men who don't think it's their problem or they do, I mean, they don't think it's their problem, but I also, they also don't think it's a problem because it's not a problem for them. And I've seen that with Black Lives Matter. I've seen that with so many different movements in the past of the people who aren't directly affected by it don't aren't bothered to care about it or they don't see it as a problem because of the privilege of not having to worry about that right and the thing with black lives matter just to pick up back mm-hmm. this recently so recently there was a shooting in buffalo my mm-hmm. town and so it was an attack obviously on black americans which is just and just ugly. And I fell for these guys because also for my bakery, more than and about half of my um, co-workers are black. And I've always vied with that because I went to an inner city daycare and most of them and half of them were black, like the people there. And I always like knew my street smarts from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But yes, for Black Lives Matter, it's one crazy movement going on right now. Yeah, but, and it's okay. sad that it's taken that long to um, to acknowledge that Black rights matter just as much. And, and I think now we're seeing that with women's rights. And um, what the, the demographic that I terribly feel sorry for are Black women, because yeah. I feel like they are just really marginalized in so many different ways that um, really hurts society. And I think that's where we're going to see it the most. It's not a problem with like the more privileged or entitled white women. It's the women with less access to, to quality care in 
less affluent areas that will really be hit hardest by this. And that's what sucks the most. Right. And I definitely feel bad for the black women. And I know some black women at work and they're like pretty friendly and nice to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. So, but no, I really fit bad for them going through these two movements at once. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, um, I, but I think that it's, I love that you want to have this conversation and start the conversation about it because there are so many men who don't want to have that conversation, who don't um, see it as an issue. So I do appreciate that you see it that way. Um, going back to what you said about when you were a child, your mom just kind of it's instilled that in you from the beginning. Um, is there any advice you would give to parents about like what she did well for you? Um, well, just teach her. Um young kid or son not to be a jerk mm-hmm. that's about as much as i can say it and okay you can be respectful to women but you don't have to be bending over backwards for them and that's where women just feel i feel like a little bit too like um okay a little bit too much like and what's the word i'm looking for just a little bit too much for like going overboard mm-hmm. but they should know when like enough's enough for when a girl doesn't want you just leave mm-hmm. okay that's a little bit too much in detail for a young year old but <laughs> essentially don't be a jerk to a girl yeah it's just um again it goes back to basic human rights treating people like people um as the mother of a son it's always been very important for me to avoid anything that falls within that um toxic masculinity i've never and one thing i can say that my husband's been amazing about is he he's a very he's not super masculine like he's very manly but it's not toxic masculinity like he's not afraid to cry he's not afraid to express his feelings and we've raised our son that way and taught him you know if you're sad you cry that's what people do it's not what women do it's not something you have to do in secret if you feel something it's best to express that and you express that in the way that feels most authentic to you and I do appreciate that my son is not afraid to show emotion he's not he doesn't cry a lot but when I've seen him cry a few times in his life and that's when I've known that like he's really dealing with some heavy stuff and that's very difficult for him but I always wanted to be that safe place for him Um, but then again, in the same sense, we always taught him that breastfeeding in public is normal and periods are normal and abortion is something that men and women should choose together. Or if there's not a man involved that a woman should choose, it's that it's not our decision to make that choice for anyone else. Um, Mm. that just kind of being a decent fucking human being and he's 14 now, and he's actually a pretty awesome kid. Oh, very proud of that. <laughs> I hear I see you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, being a feminist, it just, you know, it feels good just to, I don't know, be accepted more by women. So I, there's a lot of women at my work, as I said before, and there, you always have like different types of women, either women who don't give you the time of day, the women who will actually give you the time of day, but then also the middle where you have the women who will actually want to have a conversation with you. And, you know, it flows pretty well. And I'm not afraid if, you know, they don't like me, they don't like me. Either they want to talk to me or they don't. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just, but also I liked how I told most of them that, oh, I was going to go to this women's march the following day. And they all smiled and, and most of them smiled and some of them were just, oh, okay. Then of course, the, every single woman I talked to, I made them smile. So that right. just felt good to me. I mean, it's nice that you're an ally. It's, um, I think with anyone who's um, feeling marginalized or attacked, it's important to know that there's someone on their side who isn't directly invested in it. What's amazing about that is you don't have, I mean, you do in, in like a very indirect way, but this reproductive rights doesn't affect you directly, but the fact that you still care about it is a huge thing. And I think that's truly amazing. And that's the conversation that needs to be happening. Um, one question I did have is, do you think that the term feminist is, has gotten a bad rap over the years? Or do you feel like it's still um, fairly accepted? Um, here and there, because, well, the other day I posted on my TikTok that, you know, I for women's rights. And this guy was like, oh, back then they were such pussies. I miss America. I was like, time's changed, dude. Uh, yeah so it's out there oh yeah it's um and i think that male feminists are definitely the minority but by expressing that it's giving other men permission to be open about how they feel about what women about their advocacy for women's rights yeah like i've been single for yes over three years and so you appreciate things when you don't have it and you get an understanding, okay, this conversation went south because of something I did. Okay, I get that. So, and while I've always been feminist, but now I have a deeper appreciation because these laws are just fucking ridiculous. And it's like, you'll never know when your significant other will be um, raped or have a miscarriage or those kind of issues. So... It's just like, if you're in that certain state, well, you can't because of that and that reasons. So yeah, that's what I mean. No, and I definitely agree. And I feel like I'm very fortunate that I live in California and we're a very liberal state and our governor has um, already talked about passing uh, laws to help people coming into the state for for, um, reproductive rights and services. So I think that's really awesome. But um, I'm also from a state where I'm originally from Tennessee, where it's still the 1800s and women have very few rights and those rights that we had are being taken away. And it's so sad. And um, to all the people who say that abortion is only right if a woman's been raped, just fuck you all. Just fuck all of you. That's yeah. um, fuck yeah. you. kindly, respectfully, fuck you. Because uh, that is such bullshit. I hate that excuse. The whole idea that a woman has to have her rights violated to be entitled to have body autonomy. Just is complete fucking bullshit. And nonetheless, most of the people that voted for it are like white males. So it's just like, okay, that's got to be toxic masculinity right there. Old white males. Like, yes. that, I mean, I think um, white men kind of get a bad rap, but I think it's, um, there is definitely a generation that has no problem oppressing women of all ages. And I think that this generation, like my age and younger, I think are doing a phenomenal job of really embracing and supporting each other. But it's um, what's sad is most of our government is 
old white men who are making decisions that will not directly impact them. It's even sadder, the white women are also with that. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to say anything, but okay, whatever. It's terrible. It's even worse coming from another woman who um, wants to take rights away from women. And again, that goes back to privilege and entitlement. It's coming from women who have never been in the position of needing an abortion. And that's always been my view on abortionists. I don't have an opinion because I've never had to make that decision. I've never been in a position where I've had to consider an abortion. So I support any woman's decision to do whatever she wants because I cannot speak for them. I can't say this is right for you. This is right for you. I can only say this is right for me or this is not right for me. And if you don't like abortion, don't get an abortion. If you don't like gay marriage, don't get gay married. I mean, with all these things, if you don't like it, just don't do it and mind your own fucking business. Right, exactly. All of it comes down to is don't take away people's rights because it goes against your personal beliefs. I think that's especially from a country that's built on the separation of church and state. And we have all these laws being enacted because of the religious right going, oh, this violates our beliefs. Well, your beliefs have nothing to do or should not factor into the government. Right, exactly. No, I was going to definitely say separation of church and state. And of course, here in New York, it's a very blue state, as I could say. And yeah, it is. And our governor is like, yes, we will definitely keep abortion safe in the state. Mm-hmm. You will have right to women's health care. And yeah, so it's like these nationwide abortion bans are just ridiculous. Whoa, whoa, all that shit women's rights has gone through going back in that. Oh, that's not flowing. Mm-hmm. But no, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, and we're we're both very lucky to live in states that um that advocate for women's rights. Um, but that means that the majority of the states aren't. And it it is really nice that um the government leadership, California's government, but like I have so many different mixed views about it. But in this sense, I really love that our governor is making this a priority. And he's very hot. God, our governor. <laughs> so attractive i like i just have to throw that out there um god that dude is so sexy oh god have you ever seen gavin newsom oh my god oh like Uh, okay i'll say he's handsome (laughs) he is very handsome you have to look him up um very handsome man very uh he used to be the mayor of san francisco if that gives you an idea of like how liberal he is um i love him yeah love him (laughs) uh anyways anyways. but yeah for um being a male feminist you just have to support what the girls your woman's going through and yeah that's essentially what feminist is being a male feminist is and i think it comes down to one very basic thing is don't be a fucking dick like it's so easy don't be don't be rude like don't don't suck (laughs) yeah for my past girlfriends i really know what they've gone through through periods because well they're at that stage and i was just like okay they're going through all that shit and like going through a pregnancy and all that stuff it's just like you know what i'm not gonna hold a candle to it mm-hmm. their thing just support them with it that's all you got to do yes and um i just thought of another thing that really 
bugs me about this whole um, abortion ban is that um, there's all these pro-life people who are really advocating for um, allowing pregnancies to continue. But these are the same people who um, are advocating for um, doing away with welfare and these yes, social yes. systems that support these children once they're born. So they only care about them while they're in, in utero. They don't care like once they're born, they're just, they can they see these women and children as drains on the system when these women didn't want to have the baby to begin with, but they had no other choice. And that's, so you're pro-life up to a certain point. That means you're not pro-life. Exactly. Yeah, that's just their party. Just they, they should just stick their heads out the window. I agree. God, it's just, I it's totally just agree. getting ridiculous. <laughs> I love this topic, though, and it's um, I love that we're talking about it. I love that we're starting that conversation. I think more people need to be having this conversation. Um, like especially like women, talk to the men in your lives. Men, talk to the women in your lives. Like have that conversation. Be like, how does this feel for you? And really understand where the other person's coming from and say, let me, let me help educate you and, or also be willing to say, Hey, you know, what? I don't know a lot about this. Can you help me understand it? And I think that by saying you don't understand something is it's so much more powerful than just saying this is wrong or this is evil, or I don't agree with it. Just open mind. I'm always that kind of person where if someone says a word, I don't remember, or someone remembers me, but I don't remember, I'll just say it. So then it's not like I'm being like a fake person or anything. Like there's only so many people you know and so many things you can remember. Yeah. Or words you know. And either I know it or I don't. And I yeah. love that. And I love like um when someone's telling me about something I'm not familiar with. One, because I'm learning something new. And two, it's usually that's something that people are so passionate about. Um, like polyamory, something I could talk about for hours. And I not a lot of people are familiar with it. So I love when um, like I just went to Vegas at the end of last month with one of my vanilla friends and I was telling her about my husband and my boyfriend. And, um, she was like, Oh my gosh, I have so many questions. Do you mind? And I was like, Oh my God, please like ask the questions. That means that you want to learn. And I was not offended that she had all these questions. It just made me very excited to have that conversation. So I think that there's, you can easily like demystify things just by talking about it. It just takes away the, the mystery of it. Yeah, and um, for the podcast, right, I talked with Arthur of sex, chicken, and cocoa butter. I mentioned your <laughs> relationship and be like, yeah, compared to you to what you told me for that other couple, that one couple cheats on each other and they're just miserable. Yet you have a boyfriend and husband, you're as happy as you can be. Yeah, like yeah. everybody's happy. Um, it's um, It's very interesting and it's not somewhere I ever thought I would be, but it's something I've learned a lot about I'm still learning about and it's it's something that I've learned about from the professional side as a relationship and sex therapist like polyamory was a concept that I was familiar with in theory but then putting it into practice was like oh shit this is so much harder than when I was studying it for school (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we have to do a podcast on that in the future though because like I said I would love to bring boyfriend on and have him talk about it he did a podcast recently that I sent you that was really amazing and he talked about um, he and his wife getting into swinging and um, how they kind of made the transition and the struggles really great Um, the podcast was amazing Uh, he did a great job with the interview uh, but I would love to bring him on to kind of get his take on it also all right 
we can definitely look into that. Nice. Well, that'll happen. Sweet. We'll, or you know what? We can just do it next episode. We do. I'll bring on both cool my guys. That. I'll bring my husband and my boyfriend. We'll just put them both on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to hear both of their perspectives. They're actually um, really good friends. And I have to, um, I'm going to stand up for a second so I can grab something to show you. Uh, my husband gave me a birthday gift that was like the most amazing thing ever. So I'm going to grab it. It's like on the shelf of my office. Give me a second. Okay. okay. So my husband is amazing at finding like really cool gifts, but this probably is like the coolest. So um, this is, oh, I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> so that's my like two it. guys. So that's Mike and Dennis. That's boyfriend and husband. Um, so my husband yeah. got me this for my birthday, which I thought was super sweet, um, which was just a really nice gesture. So it's like, you know, he really does embrace all of this. And then there was one more picture that was funny. Um, So that's husband, boyfriend, and then the one here is my husband's girlfriend's husband. I feel like I need a flow chart for oh. this. Uh, yeah, they really are all my very... favorites. <laughs> oh, I like that. So you got your own group. Oh. I do. But uh, I thought it was super cool and super considerate, but that's something for another episode. Um, well, for, yeah, for the next one then. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. else? Are, uh, are we good? Uh, this has yeah. been such oh, a fun one last... topic. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, so um, recently I just wanted to change up my diet a little. So I decided I wanted to get pineapple because I love pineapple on pizza and everything else. Mm -hmm. And so I read up online like, okay, I specifically remember pineapple to specific role in the bedroom. And I looked it up and it's like, oh, it makes your semen taste more interesting. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, that. I'm going to probably use that next time. <laughs> it's true. Um, you have to eat it within a few hours of when um, the sampling will occur um, for it to have the full effect. Um, but in the same sense, there are foods that can make semen taste worse. Um, not that I can't think of what they are off the top of my head, but like the really high sulfur ones really affect the way the semen tastes. So keep that in mind. And again, that's maybe something for another episode is oh, how to... Yeah make things taste better yeah uh, yeah let's um another we have such a good flow chart and we have <laughs> such a good list of things we're going to do soon i can't wait but no yeah let's do fruits and sex it actually was fruits and sex is what i looked up nice i like so, that oh so yeah. funny story real quick about foods and uh sex we um a few years ago we knew this couple and they were hosting like a swinger thing in the mountains and there was like four or five couples that were coming and we all kind of like each planned a meal. Well, the couple who, um, one of the couples who came decided it would be a good idea to do chili for dinner one night. Chili. Which I'm like, <laughs> my husband and I are like, we're not touching that. We're going to have like people's faces close to our like general, like there's no way, like chili uh, gas, like, yeah. Oh God, whose idea was this? And <laughs> nobody thought of that. And they were like, why aren't you eating? And we're like, because we don't want gas and they were like oh fuck like ah so like everybody else is like oh god I got gas and we were just like no we're fine we just didn't eat so um be okay. mindful of what you bring to a gangbang um or <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god um I hope someday I can go to a swinger party and just actually watch oh wait I kind of just did that except I had to pay for it 
<laughs> yeah, we pay for life. all of them. So, so yeah. Oh, right. okay. I was like, a... okay, now I'm getting what I'm saying. But all right. <laughs> um, so I guess that's it for today's episode. That's um, it. Thank you so much. I love this topic. I'm so glad you proposed it. And thank you for getting the conversation started. All right. Thanks. Have a good night, Carly. Bye, yeah, guys. You too. Bye.